again, everyone, and welcome back to the Dog Show Drive with Wayne and Will. I'm Wayne Cavanaugh. I'm Will Alexander. Yes, you are. This week, we're going to talk about Wolfstock, one of the great events in dog shows. The New England Sporting Dog Association shows, the group show that I just came from in Rentham, Massachusetts, the Irish Setter National, where Will was in attendance. All that, including the inclusion of everyone in the sport, including the LBGT community and the way Donald Sturz handled it in a beautiful interview on TV, and unfortunately, the passing of one of our sports greats, the inimitable Chuck Trotter. All that and more right here on The Dog Show Drive. Sorry, I woke you up so early this morning. You did. Uh, Usually it's me. Well, I was here anyway, but yeah, I was, I was, yeah. yeah, had to do the cows and horses and stuff. So I was up early. Uh, yeah. I hope you didn't milk the cows and pay <laughs> the horses. Uh, you want to pick feet in a cow. <laughs> no, no, I actually woke up. I woke up late for me, and that for some reason I had in my head that we had a different time. Then I was getting my coffee ready for the dogs outside, and, and I thought, oh, wait. Wayne changed it to half hour earlier. So I, <laughs> well, I was here waiting for you. I was in the middle of breakfast and all of a sudden I grabbed my tea and my computer and run out of my office. And Cheryl goes, I guess it's podcast morning. I'm like, yeah, I gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> Long days ahead. Anyway, um, it's been a really uh, chock full of activity weekend. Uh, sure. I was up at the beautiful New England Sporting Dog association uh, group show which was out of this world and that's the weekend before ladies and and uh pardon me for not remembering the name of the other day but it was really a, a fun weekend and you were at the Irish Setter National so I think I would love to hear about that first well that was the Irish Setter National was in Kentucky it was I mean, they did a great they do a great job every year it's a great show um there was a few, you know, somber moments. Like um, I have to come in there. I said our Club America, they donated $2,000 to the, the Lauren Arch Scholarship. Um, yeah. Jeff and Becky Arch uh, tragically lost their daughter this year. And the Best Junior Handler Award was uh, was sponsored by, in Lauren's name, and it was a $2,000 scholarship. Yeah. And it was... <sighs> We hadn't seen Jeff and Beck for a while, and and it was great to see them both. And uh, I think they felt the love, and I know everybody did. I know everybody felt the love for them, and it was chills and tears, and and it was just it was just good to see them. But uh, no, that was the one soft soft side of it all. The show went off very well. Um, the two judges, uh, Maureen Day and Donald Sturz, nothing but efficiency though. So they was it was fun to watch and it was hot out it was really hot so the, they they tried to keep the dogs to minimal in the heat now they tried to bring them out for the crowd to see at the very end of their classes and that was nice because they didn't keep them out there long they said they even explained that don would say well, okay bring them out so everybody can see them and then he did what he had to do and he was boom 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 the dogs got back in the shade it, it was a wonderful event we had a a few 
hiccups in the top 20 event from a couple wrong songs <laughs> that just didn't match certain dogs <laughs> but it was it was a the, the handler of the one <laughs> dougie carlson he kind of played it off very well because he, he knew exactly what i don't want to go into it but he played it off very well i have my hands <laughs> off to dougie um but yeah it was, it was still fun it was still fun well, the top 20, for those of you who haven't seen this, and I guess it's a bunch of nationals now, but the Irish setters, uh, that they do it well. They uh, It's choreographed music, and you go out there and do your stupid pet tricks along with the music, and it's really kind of cool. I hope it never comes to this for real judging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially with the songs. Are, you get out there, and you get the wrong song, you think, Oh no! What do I do then? But, right. You know, I, I'm a professional, Wayne. Yes. I, I covered it. <laughs> I covered it. I started moonwalking. <laughs> did you play? Did you play to Michael Jackson? Is that what you're? <laughs> no, oh, I think no. I, I. Mine was Johnny Cash, which was the wrong song, but we made it work. I <laughs> show a dog named Johnny, and uh, you know, maybe that's why they did it. Well, it was supposed to be Johnny be good, but I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> but it's late. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> And then you had your uh, judges' choice, which was uh, the, the, uh, the, the top twenty is the is the judges, and the people's choice is uh, yeah. the one that you get. They, and then the club did a really good job. Each dinner, each person that came into the dinner got a poker chip, and that was how you voted. It was a slot for everything. Oh, very yeah, cool. It was, yeah, it was it was good. They do it right. Well, they yeah, got to spend time with Sam McDonald. You, I know that picture yeah. you sent me. Just oh man, it was heartwarming. It was so cool. He looks great. His beautiful yeah. smile. He's um, such a character. He's so much um, fun to hang around with. He yeah. really is. Yeah, I look forward to the seminars in Orlando just so I can hang out with Sam. Yeah. Sam McDonald, this is. Yeah. Irish Setters, Irish Wolfhounds, uh, Texas. Sam Houston McDonald. Sam Houston McDonald, yes. Yeah. Now, the judge's choice, who who won the judge's choice? Well, that's a top 20. Um, a, a dog, a Declan. Oh, the dog I gave the brief to at the garden. Yeah. You gave select to at the national, right? Yep, I did. Yeah. And then the judges, the people's choice was Peter, right? Peter Kubas. I think. Right. Yeah. And uh, one of his dogs. Yeah. And that's so much fun having those things. You know, you just have those opportunities to celebrate dogs and people. And um, and it's not in the ring where you're all all tense. And well, you're probably tense for those two. I don't know. Not if you're skating to Johnny be good, you're not, but uh, exactly. How did you know I was skating? Were you watching? <laughs> I brought my I skates out with the guards on. Yeah. I just thought <laughs> the goalie pads were a little much, uh, but you know, the old Man, pillows. I just, wanted, I just <laughs> wanted to show I could still do it. Still got it. Still got it. <laughs> well, how much fun was that? And then, uh, and Donald did the, uh, did best of breed. Yeah, he did Donald dogs Sturs. This is Dr. Yeah. Dr. Donald Sturs. And um, you know, I know I wasn't there, but I'll bet he was efficient and I'll bet he was wonderful. He was efficient. He he was anyway, he, he had he was so dog conscious. He was efficient the way he moved them and where he moved the grounds. It looked beautiful, but it was a minefield out there. Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. There were holes everywhere. When I was in sweepstakes, I, I, I showed like five dogs in sweepstakes, man. I thought my legs were gonna not gonna make it, but you know what? I was in good shape. I I sucked it up. But it's a it was a mine. It was it was a bumpy place. And then we started to figure it out. So they started filling in the holes with dirt. Well, I was setters like, look at that hole. Oh, look at that hole. Oh, look at that hole. Because everything was different now. There was yeah. it wasn't just grass in a hole. There was grass in a brown hole, brown covered up hole. 
they all noticed it. Yeah, <laughs> so we had to pick run. our routes. Yeah. But then, but Don had um, little uh, orange flags put out where he thought was the smoothest. Oh, yeah. And he said, "You can." He said, "He gave me." He said, "You can have your choice. You can go behind the flags or this side of the flags." But, well, you know, I'm I'm, I'm I'm not 20, so I was this side of the flags. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said my my circle got smaller and smaller each each talk. I thought I, I thought I was I thought I moved like the wind though. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> or like the breeze, or like the slight breeze. <laughs> Beautiful. But, you know, when they, uh, the, the, I've had the, the good fortune of judging there once and uh, it was just a, the whole vibe of the place is so Irish, right? They're so, they're so spirited and fun and they really had to have a good time. And I really enjoyed it tremendously, tremendously. And I, and I know you did too this year, Will. The, um, I want to bring up, we mentioned Donald and I want to bring up uh, something that really, really moved me. In fact, uh, I got a little verklempt watching it. Uh, there was a, a clip that, an interview that Donald did uh, on the news channel in New York. I don't know. I think it might have been Fox News. But they interviewed him uh, for Gay Pride, for Pride Month, and talked to him about being the president of Westminster and mentioning that he was gay. And and he handled it. Oh, I, I just... I couldn't stop. It was so emotional. It was just beautiful. And uh, he said, of course, I don't think of myself. If I'm going to define myself, I don't say, hey, I'm gay. <laughs> he's, you know, I'm, he's a very accomplished uh, academic, very accomplished, and does so many things well. And, oh, yeah, I'm gay. You know, he threw that in. Like, it's not who defines me. It was beautiful because the way he did it, he, exp- he he took it as he only he would. He doesn't want the spotlight on him. He shifts it and says, this is a sport where everyone is accepted equally. And he talks about when he was a kid that this was the only place he wasn't bullied. This is the only place he wasn't teased. And he could come to a, a show knowing that there are other people in the sport of all different non-regular or whatever you know it might be and that's including many other things besides uh, lbgt it's including your size your shape your uh, whatever you know and your your speech whatever uh everybody's included that's the beauty of the sport that needs to be talked about more and he did it so well it was brilliant and i really did i mean i got choked up it was just beautiful to hear well i, I can't wait to listen to it I, I i saw it this morning when i was preparing for this and i hadn't given a chance to listen to it but i can't wait to listen to it i'm sure it's knowing don i know i know exactly i'm sure he carried it off just as professional and human yeah. as possible you know was... i remember when i was a kid i mean a kid 10 12 years old in my father's handling class and there was a guy named freddie williams i don't know why i remember that well i do because it was such a almost traumatic thing. And he was a great guy. He was in the handling class. He had Weimaraners. And he was in a gay bar in New York and he came out and he got beat to death. And I will never, ever forget how that made me feel. And to think we've come to a place now where um, those things are less, I'm not saying it's still not a contest because a struggle because it is, but there are opportunities for people in this sport and in general, 
that we never had when I was a kid. And it, it makes me real happy because I, you and I will, I mean, the sport, we have so many gay friends and I never think of them as gay friends. You know, yeah, they're just my well, friends. Exactly, right? yeah. And that's the point where you want to get. And I hope that we can get that way with everything that's different in this country someday. Um, but hats off to Donald for doing an amazing job. And also, uh, they covered the dog show real well. A beautiful uh, B-roll of, of, of Donald behind the table in the group ring and all those little subtleties that show the dog show as well. So, yeah, it was a great piece. Um, no, I'm looking forward to it. I, I just haven't had a chance to see it, but I'm looking forward to seeing it. But it's it's been one of those those stories. Do you remember, I don't know if you remember when Carlos Puga won Best Professional Handler at the yeah. Dog Awards dinner. He told a story about this insecure little boy that didn't know what he wanted to do, and he felt so welcome at dog shows, and that's how he, that's where he wanted his career to go because it, it hit the, he just felt almost comforted at dog shows he felt he could be himself and show his dogs and be accepted and and he as he it changed his life he told us you know oh absolutely and the donald said the same thing and he said you know do you think i ever when i was growing up getting bullied, i ever thought well someday i'll be the president of westminster and you know it never crossed his mind and when you get into this safe space that we have beautifully created without even trying it was never about hey let's be nice to these people or those people or that race or this society it was a matter of we're respecting each other's talents as dog people yeah and that's where you get if you find that common ground and you start to appreciate the talent the kindness the respect of others oh your life's going to be so much better <laughs> you know, exactly. it's, it's just so a group better. of people like-minded people doing yeah. something they love yeah, I just it, yeah, it just makes so much sense to me. And we've had those people, you know, judging this weekend at the at the sporting dog shows up there. And it was on my mind because I was talking to people and had uh, exhibitors that I thought they're going to probably have a tough time uh, just because of other things, you know, their appearance, their speech impediment, whatever it might be. And here they are with tons of friends. And uh, having this whole support network where everybody's welcome and everybody feels safe. And I just think that is just something we underestimate. And that's probably a good thing that we don't have to even talk about it because it just is. That's right. So, yeah, and and this, this sport, you know, I don't even want to say you should be applauded for it, but it's just it's just always the way it's been. You know, it's, yeah. it's, 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 they're so welcoming. Yeah. <laughs> There's just so many stories like that, Wayne, where people yeah. feel that they've their life has changed because they've been welcomed into the sport. Yeah, so. it's absolutely true. And well, I just it was a it's a short clip. I, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. Um, if you just Google Dr. Donald Stairs and and Westminster and Pride Month or something like that. But just um good stuff. It makes you feel happy to be part of yeah. this wonderful sport. Great. Well, I had uh, an interesting time up there in Rentham, Mass. It was the New England Sporting Dog Association group show. The entries were terrific. The people were wonderful. The showgrounds were excellent. Uh, the committees, the everything. It just was a really fun event. But it was 92 degrees. And it was, what was, what was the temperature where you were at the Irish Center National? Do you know? Oh, it was pretty close to that if yeah. not yeah it hovered around there it was it was hot yeah it was hot 
So I did the same thing that Donald did. I kept them under the shade. I judged them in the shade. And when I had my, and if now there's, if there was two in the class, I didn't put, put them back out in the sun. But if I had, a, you know, five, six, seven, or 20, I did put them out there just so the people could see them. Uh, I know they had the, their cameras and they wanted to see the dogs instead of just the back because they're under the tent too, right? So if you're judging the dogs in the shade, all they can see is the people's back and they can't see the dogs. So you move them outside to have a look and you bring them right back in. Right. But there were so many nice young dogs and so many fun dogs to think forward to. There were three that I never saw before. I'm playing this game in my head that you play, Will, where I find a dog that well, I never the dog heard of, of the weekend. Yeah. Dog of the weekend. Yeah. And I had a couple of those and it was really fun. I yeah. know that one of them is going to go on and be a big winner. And the handler had never shown it before. It came out of nowhere. And I immediately thought, hmm, that's going to be in the running next year. Beautiful dog. And a young puppy, too, uh, in Cocker Spaniels with the most beautiful headpiece. And I said to the woman, I haven't seen a headpiece like this since the 60s. And she said, well, that's because he's sired by, like, 90-year-old semen or something. <laughs> but he had a muzzle. He had a muzzle and eyes. It was just the dog was beautifully headed. And uh, so this, those things are fun to see. And I had a very young Weimaraner. I had 52 at the Weimaraner Specialty the Yankee Weimaraner Club, which did an incredible job. That's in conjunction with the show, but separate up on the top of the hill. And they did a magnificent job. And there were a couple of youngsters in there that I really want to watch in the future, including my breed winner, who was a very young dog with a very young handler. And I thought had a beautiful silhouette. Uh, there was judge's education going on at ringside and had a pretty good group there with a really good, uh, person from the club doing the mentorship the weather was i said it was 92 and sunny maybe even hotter in, in certain times of the day and still and then as the as my first classes walked in the weather report got really bad and they're watching a storm coming in and i thought well i wonder how much time we have i had a terrific Terrific steward. I I regret that I don't remember her name. I think it might have been Gail Clark or something like that. Monosyllabic words that uh, that just were. She was amazing from the Stewards Club of America, and she said um, said, "Well, we're if we're going to beat the storm, we're going to have to move it along." And she said, "I'll get them in. You get them out." And she was so, you should have loved that. Wow. Especially in a situation where you know you're going to have to get through this quicker than you want to because you want to keep everyone safe. Well, I'm telling you, I turned around, ribbon there, boom. I was, I never had to slow down. It was like there was a pen in my hand when I needed one. She was just there. And there was no small talk. It was boom, boom, in and out. And everybody exhibitor, every exhibitor knew where they were coming and had to be next. And there was no, as I was handing out ribbons, dogs were coming in the ring. It was just bam, boom, perfect. She really helped. I had to get through 52 wine runners before the storm came. And I didn't, let's just say, I did not have the pleasure of giving every dog two minutes or two and a half minutes. They were great. The exhibitors were wonderful. They understood. They got into the flow. I didn't have to make it look like I was rushing, but I certainly had to be 
ultra efficient. Right. And then I had a tough call to make because when the breed walked in, I felt a breeze. A breeze I hadn't felt since 8 o'clock in the morning. And I had not been out of the ring since 8 o'clock in the morning. And then it got a little cooler. And I thought, oh, it might be coming. And I turned around and the sky was black. And I thought, man, I don't want to get this far. These people came from Canada, California. They came from everywhere. And you want them to have a winter crown. So you make these decisions. There was a bolt of lightning I didn't see behind me, no thunder. And I did see a ooh from the crowd. And it hadn't rained yet. I had my rain jacket on because it felt like it was going to be any second. And then stuff started blowing. And I thought, "Mm, better get this done. I was able to give everybody. I made cuts. I did all that stuff. But the second clap of thunder came while I was in the ring. I had the choice. And I probably should have technically just called it. Called it. I had nine dogs in the ring at that point. I technically probably... I don't know what kind of judgment you make. If you can see it and it's far away, if there's thunder or not, uh, I I think I probably should have just said done, but I had like three minutes left. So I got through it and was able to crown our winners. The minute that I handed out the, before I handed out the ribbons, actually, I just gave the no icing sign. (laughs) (laughs) I did the, the, uh, it's kind of like safe in baseball, you know, yeah. you can't see through the radio, but um, in other words, it's over, stop, which meant I never got to stud dog, brood bitch, gun dog, all these important class, especially at a specialty where you really want to celebrate those things. I didn't get to do those. Now, below the hill where I was, the group judging was canceled. So there was no group winners. The golden retriever specialty was canceled right before I did. But we got out of everybody out of there safely. I just felt so badly that I couldn't give these dogs their moment in the sun. They all got enough time. They all got equal time. Right. But not like you want to do it. And I'm glad I've had that experience because what do you do if you're just starting out and you see the storm coming, and they tell you it's going to be about an hour. My show, the show chairman, uh, was terrific, who giving, you know, keeping me up to date. Uh, Chris was awesome and keeping me up to date about the weather report, what's going on down there. They're canceling this, but they said for us to keep going, you know, all these things that um, went into making these decisions. And it was difficult. What do you do? If it's a loud crack of thunder nearby, and you have even two dogs left, you head for cover. Right. I did move them out from under the tents because the wind kicked up. And I didn't want, at this point, there was no sun. <laughs> that's for sure. And I didn't want anybody to get hit with a post. But there's calls you have to make. And unless you've had the experience of being in that situation before, it will be difficult. Because I'm looking at the radar map, and I knew... I couldn't just rush it at the end. I had to be very efficient from the beginning to get everything done. So hats off to the club, to the exhibitors for for figuring out this rhythm and pace that I'd set and sticking with it 
it was really um, unfortunate that we couldn't get those other classes in and that I had to uh, go more quickly. Not for me, for the crowd. Right. Right. You want the crowd to be able to see these dogs and have time to do so. But yeah, it was a fun time. And then I had to, <laughs> it was, it got so bad after the ribbons and no wind pictures. I, I felt so bad for these people not getting wind pictures. It's, there was no time. It, when it was over, it was over. Right. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't a dog left on the grounds in 10 minutes or a person. It's so funny, in my whole, in my entire career, I think I only ever was at one show that was canceled, and it was canceled mid. It was at Woodstock, in, I think it was 2000, and it was, the rain so bad that the river next to the dog show flooded and flooded the dog show. Well, it was, <clears throat> it was after all the breed judging was done, we were just waiting for the group judging. So <laughs> I was kind of a smartass, but I, my, my, the kid show was canceled. There was still specialties going on. They were higher ground, but the water was coming closer to them. So <laughs> I went around and pulled the judges to see if they would have placed me to see what kind of bonus I could have charged. <laughs> but after that, I ran around trying to find what show was left. And all that was left going was the Rottweiler National. I had a dog in that as well. I had I had the when I showed him, he was I thought he was the biggest Rottweiler in captivity, but in two inches of water. <laughs> he looked normal, <laughs> and we went best in specialty in three inches of water. <laughs> so now yeah, the whole thing was canceled. I, I can still see things floating by all the trailers. Wow, that's amazing. That's rough. And of course, this cell didn't last real long. But still, where are you going to go for an hour while you're yep. waiting? It would have been dark at that point. Speaking of these things, there are shows this weekend or this or right now going on that we're hearing reports. By the way, I remember vividly when it was 92 degrees and no wind blowing. I was in the ring and I thought, what is that? And I I thought, oh, there must be a campfire or something because some embers just flew in the ring. Yeah. And it was from those the wildfires you're having up there. And then this weekend or today, yesterday. I was hearing reports of shows up in upstate New York where it was eerily dark and, and full of smoke. And there's already talk of shows considering canceling this weekend because of air conditions up here. It's like I, we're well away from it, but the sky color is different. The sky color is like a, a red green look to it, a smoky look to it. Uh, I can't I can't smell anything yet. I was out there this morning, but you can see it. You can definitely see mm-hmm. it. So. Well, I was in Vancouver, flying, ready to get to fly over to Vancouver Island to judge. And this is a couple of years ago. Actually, I can tell you exactly when it was, unfortunately, is when our mom, Janie, passed away because I couldn't get back in time. And I walked out the hotel door in the morning to just take a breath and see what was going on. And I turned to the doorman and I said, it's not cold enough to be snowing. And he said, oh, that's not snow. It was ash and... Uh, fires going on and it just looked like it very eerie kind of end of the world looking feeling you know an armageddon kind of thing when the skies are that dark and the air quality i don't care if you believe climate change or let me tell you the climate is changing i don't know if i don't want to argue how or why but come on this is going to happen more and more we're judging dog shows in new england in 92 degree weather 
There, we're judging in fires. We're judging in floods. Uh, record heat is being set in places that they never had any. And dog shows are going to be affected. And you just have to make those calls. There's always been shows that were really hot that we had a call 50 years ago. But it's happening more. And we're going to have those calls are going to be made more and more. Um, we got to keep the people safe. Yeah. And as badly as I felt to stop when I did, uh, I'm glad I got at least some winner's crown. But you've got to keep everyone's safety and and oh, and there's horrible stories about storms at dog shows. I remember when I was a kid, and this was the Barry Dog Show, I want to say 1976, 77, around there, we had a horrible storm go through, and it took down the tents. It was, I'm not even sure, I can't remember if it might have been a tornado when I was 11 or 12 years old, but uh, there was a very popular American Cocker Spaniel beater named Bill Smith, Duffville American Cocker. Well, he had a heart attack getting people out of the tent at that show. Hmm. Um, I can remember he was trying to get everybody safe, and, and there was a, he had a when he when he had the heart attack, he was, he had a little girl's hand in his hand trying to get her out of the tent. Oh, yeah. And then so uh, that was that was gonna be 76, 77. And and Bill was a wonderful man. We my my dad showed dogs for him. We knew his family very well. I um very close to Gloria Garinger, very close uh, friends. Uh, you know, life's short. And you've got to, if you want to go in there and be miserable every day. At a dog show? Yeah. You're wasting valuable time. Yeah, you really are. I had great sportsmanship among the exhibitors. One guy. So is that one guy. But even, <laughs> even he was pleasant with his insults. <laughs> yeah, those ones, you got to tip your hat to those ones because they're trying to, trying to like, Tell you you did wrong, but right. in the nicest yeah. kind of way. <laughs> and this, and when I was telling Will this story before we started, he knew exactly what it was because the same guy did the same thing to him. <laughs> <laughs> and he was very pleasant, and he wasn't there. He wasn't pointing fingers. He was just letting us yeah, know, letting us know how dumb we were. Yeah, it was beautiful. So if you want to complain, take a lesson from this guy. <laughs> so if you're listening out there, you know, you work with you, you're, you're spreading the word. We're all getting it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this weekend, I went from the garden to Illinois. No, I'm sorry. The garden to Kokomo, Indiana, to back up to Rentham, Mass. And I'm leaving tomorrow for Wolfstock. Wolfstock. Have you been, Will? No, no, oh, just, we, just the pictures. Just I can't wait to. to go. Yeah. You just have to. Even if it's a weekend where you're not judging or just, just block the weekend and go. It is so much fun. The, you know, some of, you're supposed to dress like an old hippie. My stuff didn't come and it's supposed to have arrived yesterday and it didn't. So I'm, I'm um, ad-libbing a little bit here on the way. Um, but I do have, you know, a couple items. You just dress uh, up like Andy Warhol. Yeah, it's a great idea. Or Woodstock, or, or Woodstock, and not where. No, we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, not, you could streak <laughs> throughout the dog show because that was very <laughs> prominent back in that day. Well, so yeah, so is, so is laying in the mud naked at, Woof, at Woodstock. <laughs> so, but just to mention this quickly, and I've written about it years ago. Just so you know about this, how amazing this event is, and how amazing our friend Kim Meredith is. This is a club that was about to go under. There were a handful of members left. The treasurer not only absconded with the money, he did that. So he was not only 
of stealing the money from the club. He was like a world-class thief of it. It was a lot of money. So much so that he was arrested at his house and taken to prison. That's never happened at a dog show that I know of at a dog club. So they had nothing left. And they were sitting around brainstorming about how they can get the show back on the road. And Kim said, tie-dye t-shirts. And they all, of course, dead silence. (laughs) No one thought it was a good idea. Uh, Long story short, she started, she convinced them that they should sell some tie-dye t-shirts. It turned into Wolfstock and they donate so much money every year. I don't want to give the number, but it's got a comma in it and a bunch of digits. And I'm telling you, this is an incredible event because if you don't get your T-shirts first day, you might not get them. It's so popular uh, that they're able... There's no gate, by the way. And they still manage to give away so much money every year to local shelters, to the local police, local fire department, all these great causes. If that's not the way to run a show, I don't know what is. It's brilliant. It's enormous. It's not in the fanciest grounds. And that's one way they can afford to do it and still be able to uh, be philanthropic. But the, the rings are spread out and it's not convenient, but it's wonderful. The music is playing the whole time. We need music at all dog shows, Will. It sets well, a mood. I, it sets I always mood. have music going on in my head. Yeah. I, I used to say I had a tape deck in my head, but I guess that's not a way. I guess it's an iPad now. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's, it's probably more of a USB flash drive in your ear. Yeah. Oh, no, those are earmuffs. Is it cold? Nah. Oh, you're it's wearing cold up here. <laughs> yeah, I, I like these ones. I just thought they're so, you kind of have a, and they don't, they're not that distracting. And, no, on the radio. For me. <laughs> for me, you have to look at them. <laughs> and no, I always they're... get stupid. Your landing gear is down. I was, every time I, I put a pair of headphones on, I said, I'm sure people that know me, they're sick of that line. Your landing gear is down. <laughs> it works. It works. Um, but it's, yeah, it's an amazing show, um, which brings, well, I want to talk about the happy stuff first. So the music is playing. And when you're judging, you can't help, especially, you know, me, who's, a bit of a, um, not a bit of a big music fan of all genres. I'm in there. Sometimes I think I'm singing to myself. Well, I think I am, but I'm not always singing to myself. Sometimes it comes out, right? Yep. So you've got to be cautious of that. But it's it sets a tone of everyone's happy. The music of dog show is a great idea. It's a great idea. And it's... It's it's beautiful. The guy that does the sound has it so well done that you can hear it everywhere on the spread out grounds. And they do so many fun things. I can't even begin to count them. The little group area for the judges has got wine and cheese. Everything is special. Nothing's fancy, but everything is special. And that's probably the best way to sum it up. The pa- judging panels are amazing. Ken and Eva Berg, I don't know how they do it, but they handle, I don't know, there are 10 zillion specialties going on at the same time. And I, I don't know how you pull that off, but they do. There must be, I'm just quickly looking at this. This is how many specialties, Will. Oh, wow. 
Can you all see that? (laughs) That's a page full of specialties in in small type, in in small small print. Yes, it's got to be fifty. It's probably more than fifty. I don't know how they do it, but they do it, and that's how the entries are good. You get those specialties, and the people say, "I've got twenty-five clumber spaniels." That's the kind of entry it is. Total entries is over twenty-four hundred. I think on Saturday it is. 2413. That's a big dog show. The judging panel is enormous, of course. And ah, this is going to be tough to bring up. Pat's on the panel, Will. Oh. And uh, we lost the great one. Pat's husband, Chuck Trotter, passed away this week. And uh, he was a dear friend. Great guy. So much fun to be around. Such a font of knowledge. And he and Pat were just a team. And it just breaks my heart for Pat. He's been through a lot. This has not been a difficult year for him. I had a very long conversation with him. Hours three, I believe. Not two, maybe a year ago. And I'm so glad Pat was away. And she said, I said, where's Chuck? And she said, oh, he's home. And he's, you know, probably lonely this weekend. So I went back to the hotel and I got on the phone with him and we talked about life forever. It was so much fun. I'm so glad we had that. And I called, I was with Pat judging maybe a month or so ago. And I said, can I give Chuck a call? And she said, no, he's, it's, it's not a good time. And, and I knew then that uh, he had really started to decline, but such a beautiful, wonderful guy. He was a great, he was an all-arounder. We didn't have, yeah. there's another, you know, we're, we're losing these people. An all-arounder, he was a handler. Uh, he just had a great mind and a great eye for dogs. And he had a great mind and a great eye for Pat. They were just. They were, he, they were wonderful guy. together. And he was such, a, everybody has great Chuck Trotter stories they like yeah. to share. Because he, yeah. he was such a character as well as being a good dog, man. But you know what I have? Like I, um, when I was still showing dogs professionally, now I'm showing the own dogs. Well, uh, one of my closest partners now is Sherry Burns Smith with Beagles. And we wouldn't have met if it weren't for Chuck Trotter. Really? Yes, Chuck gave her dog second in group. And uh, he said, Has Will Alexander seen this dog? And then he kind of introduced the two of us. Really? Um, yeah, it was, it was amazing. Cool. It was amazing. Very cool. Yeah, he was, um, I don't know, it's going to be a, it's going to, he's going to miss him. We're all going to miss Chuck. And Pat's on the panel this weekend. I believe she's going to be there at the shows at Woofstock. I hope so, because when you need friends and want to be surrounded by people who understand, it's a great place to be. Uh, It'll be a place where we can all, Embrace Pat and tell her we love her and tell her we're there for her. And I hope she comes. I hope she judges. It's her element. It's where she loves to be. And it'll be the best place for us to all get together and show her how much we love her and Chuck and all they represented for our sport. It was really um, a great pleasure for me to know him. And uh, we love our Pat. We really do. 
So off we go to Woofstock, and um, we're going to have a wonderful time up in that at that show. So at least it'll be a it'll be one of those events where it's sad and happy and celebratory of his life and celebratory for the great spirit of the show that it represents. I can't wait, Will. I can't wait to get out yeah, there you, and put on my funny shoes. And, well, you've uh, been excited about this for a few weeks now. You've been talking about this yeah. not on the podcast, just with me. Yeah, so I, I know you're looking forward to it. It's one of my highlights, and I'm thrilled to be going out there. And, and it's also a place where I get to see the Bergs and Kim and all that. And I mentioned Ken Meva Berg and Kim because that's the those are the people that I think of most. They are obviously the core, but there are so many others in that club that make this work. You don't put on a 2,400 dog show with three people. Right. <laughs> uh, the sound guy alone runs around keeping things in order. So it'll be great fun. I really look forward to it. And then after that, Will, I have a setter specialty and I'm rethinking this process. I really am. Seriously, I don't want to do this every weekend. It's a, it's a lot. It's hard. It's hard to keep, you know, every weekend packing up, going away, leaving the house, leaving your family. Yeah. yeah. And then it's a lot. I don't know how people do it every weekend. Now I've shown dogs every weekend. It's kind of a, but it's a different. I mean, when it was your living, it was different. You were going off to work. Right. So but now it's you know you're you're doing it mostly for the sheer enjoyment of judging dogs. So doing it every weekend, it's got to get the travel has got to get to you. It really wears on you because when you're home. You're getting your reservations in order. You're getting your standards in order. You're getting your your packing. Got to make sure you get your dry cleaning sorted. So it's kind of an endless cycle. And then you're working on your CUs in between, trying to keep your paperwork straightened out. And it's a, it takes a lot of mental space because you're thinking about the show and the and your dogs are judged on the way there and on the way home. And quite frankly, I'm really sick and tired of this record keeping. I've had it. Yeah, I'm done. It's a lot of work. When this, if when I finish a sporting group and maybe a few hounds, I think that's going to do it. I just don't. I talk to plenty of judges who say, I'm just not filling out any more damn forms. I'm just not. Well, I can, I can see it. It's, it's tedious to, to watch and to listen to. It's, it's because it's just, it doesn't, it almost takes away from the, the enjoyment where you're wanting, what you wanted yeah. in the first place. Yeah. So. It's just taking too much of my life uh, to sit here with these sheets and these spreadsheets and these points and going through judging programs and find, finding majors and spending money to fly off for the weekend where I'm not home with my family. It's just getting old. And I had times this weekend where I thought, do I really want to do this? Uh, it's just, I don't know. It's not well, like it used to be. I know how much how much passion you have for the sport of dogs, so I hope you find a happy medium for it because I uh, we don't want to lose you as well, a judge. Breathe. I just think maybe I'm going to just settle for a group and a few breeds I like and judge far less often than I'm judging now just because you've got to balance your life. Yeah. And yeah. we want to travel more. And every time something comes up, our daughter Haley rarely gets time off the hospital and she has some days coming up and oh dad's judging that weekend. 
or worse yet, Brody's entered that weekend, <laughs> so we can't all get together. Uh, those are things I don't want to let slip. So, and we're having our brother move down, um, which I look forward to, but that's been a lot of work. So I'm juggling that and babysitting duties on Mondays and uh, dog sitting and packing. And all of a sudden I'm thinking, I retired really early. I was very fortunate to be retired really early. And retirement was supposed to be a lot different than this. I'm thinking <laughs> drinks with umbrellas on the beach, you know. I'm not, I'm not thinking judging in a, in, uh, in a storm and then driving in the rain 40 minutes to the airport and then uh, packing and re- trying to remember if I brought things with me. Oh, by the way, we all ran out to the There's a great outlet mall called a premium outlet mall. Or they even have a Burberry where you have to wait for a consultant before you go in the building. Oh, it's a really cool mall. The I had to go buy another rain jacket because before we left for the show, the weather report was sunshine. This came up last minute, this storm. So we all ran and bought rain jackets and rain shoes <laughs> at the mall. Uh, and now I've got three rain jackets and two pair of rain shoes that I'll probably use once Rain in my shoes. Do you remember galoshes? They still make galoshes. I went and tried to find galoshes. I went to three stores and said, I don't know what the word is, <laughs> but you're calling them over the year. We used to call them galoshes or well, we used to call them rubbers too. <laughs> <laughs> that word's changed. And uh, they're just the rubber covers that you put yeah. on your shoes. Those yeah. were ladies. You can't find them anymore. I'm sure you can find them online. But I yeah, I think I'm going to look for those because my, my I still remember my uncle Bud and his galoshes. Yes, they were great. Yeah, yeah. they were great. You can tuck your slacks in there and uh, not get all wet and gross. But it does make for some funny. Brody called me. He said, "Dad, you forgot to put your. No one had their jackets on. Not even, It wasn't like we even started with our sport jackets. No one had them on. It was that hot from right from the minute. Uh, Dad, you forgot to put your jacket back on for the pictures." It looks pretty funny. How <laughs> funny could it look? I looked. It looks pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Don, Don did the first couple of classes. Then he let us all know that his jacket was coming off and the cap mm-hmm. was going on. Yeah. Off he went. <laughs> we all were capped. Everybody yeah. had a hat on. And, uh, you know, you just deal with these things. Part of dog shows. You just worry. I worry about the safety of the dogs. The people, eh, they can figure it out. But I worry about the heat. And the dogs. Yeah. I think everybody's got that down. You can judge in the shade. Judging in the shade has its difficulties with these big, beautiful tents. There was a stake and ropes every 10 feet. And only once did I get so close to a rope that I had to make one of those smooth moves, Will, with my hand like I was going to just grab onto it and just lean a little bit. <laughs> because otherwise, back. I would have taken my head off. So I would have <laughs> right Whenever I think about showing in the shade when they do them when the judges say to keep them in the shade i think of maxine bean because we were there i was at her national one year and she was she did the national and, and she had a huge tent and she the the dogs were all lined up along the shade line so the dogs and the handlers were in the, the shade mm-hmm. but the judge had to stand out well she stopped judging she stood up and she put her hands on her hips she says i want to be in the shade too so everybody back up a few feet <laughs> and so everybody backed up into the shade i i did the same thing i i said get up against the fence 
get right up against the fence because I'm not standing at her all day in the sun. That's right. And they did, and they were kind about it. You know, a lot of them want to move out, but really, there's plenty of room between you and the fence. Just get back there. I did the same thing, and, and so it worked. I, I think of that you. every time. Whenever we're showing, setting dogs up, me examining in the shade, I think of Maxine. Well, there were some handlers who automatically did that just because they've known. It's. I was in that. Steve Herman said, "You know, you you're the prisoner of ring two for eight hours, <laughs> but you want to make sure that you're not going to have a, a burnt head and a back. Oh, and plus, gosh, it's, it's yeah. heat, you know. Yeah. But you know, you learn to take these things. It's all in the fun of sport, all part of the game. And the generators were humming in the motorhomes, and the hair dryers were blowing, and." Oh, you know, the noise, we have noise pollution at dog shows, thanks to electricity. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you wonder, my... though, when I when I was a kid, like 15-ish, we didn't have all these air-conditioned trucks no. and dogs sitting in air conditioning. I, 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 but I guess the, the temperatures have changed that much that, that we need them now. But yeah. I still remember, like, we would run, run cores to keep fans on dogs and... But, and I remember even at that same national, I was showing a dog, and and everybody rushed off into the the, the hotel rooms. So it, it was a hotel, so in, in between cuts, they rushed off, and put their dogs in the air conditioning, and I just took my dog and sat under a tree, because and it was all because of our friend George. He told me to acclimatize my dogs, get my yes. dogs used to it. Yeah, do not turn your air conditioning up in your van to 64 and think you're, you're doing your dog a favor. Right. When that door opens and you walk out and it's 92. It's like a wall. Yeah, yeah and that's not good for them. It's not no. healthy for them or you. I've so done it ever since. That. I've never ran dogs back to air conditioning, unless in the extremes I have. But yeah. I mean, when I'm in the middle of specialties, I've always found a cool spot and just let them chill and get, get about themselves and try to use ice and towels and whatnot to keep them cool and yeah. just trying to keep them there amy johansson that was photographer's name she was terrific and she surrounded her stand with ryobis oh i wonder if ryobi knows how important they've been to dogs and dog shows I, you know the the all dog shows are are spotted with that lime yeah, green that's right. color it's the Dog Show Drive brought to you by Ryobi. Yes. <laughs> we should write to them and tell them we're a big fan of their uh, fans. Abilities for the canines. <laughs> we're big fans of their fans. <laughs> we're fans. Oh, I, have fun, I have a funny story. I'm not going to say who the, who the assistant was because it, she'll get mad at me. Um, Ashley will get really mad at me. But um, <laughs> <laughs> at dog shows in Canada, we have a lot of shows on hockey rinks in the summer. So. We set up in the in the ice surface, and that's where the race. Sometimes the rings are outside, but the, the setups are inside. And as you walk onto most ice surfaces, there's a sign that says "No fans beyond this point," <laughs> and that's meaning the spectators. <laughs> so we had made this huge setup, and I won't say her name, Ashley. She had put all the fans out, and the and, the, and then we're walking back. And I said, Ashley. Go get the fans out of here. Look at that sign. Well, she ran back there, got all the fans out. And now all I have to do is walk by and say, no fans beyond that. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to say her name because it might embarrass Ashley. That's oh, we, don't want, to, yeah. we don't want to do that. <laughs> and, 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 and for Amer for American, from people from the United States, south of the border, because we're all Americans, we're in North America. Uh, for, <laughs> for those who are now picturing setting up on ice, that's not how it's done up no, there. No, 
the ice rinks, the ice is there and there's plywood on top of it. Or sometimes it's gone for the summer. Or it's gone for yeah. the summer and there's just, but you've been to the ones where they cover it with wood in a beautiful way and the ice is under there. And those are nice, cool dog shows. Sometimes well, they tend to sweat through though. And then, and then yeah, dogs slip and stuff. Good. But, but yeah, that was, that's a, that's a, I didn't want to embarrass poor Ashley. So I won't say her name. <laughs> her initials are Ashley. <laughs> Anyway, off I go, Will. I know you've got things to do, too. I I've do. Got, I've got my list of dog show thing errands for the day. Dry cleaners, haircut, uh, you know, all those things that... that Which one are you getting cut? The one sticking up on the... No, top? I think I, what you can't see, the beauty for podcasts is I can get out of bed and get right down to my office. And uh, then, only then, do I look into the screen and realize that my hair is sticking up like Don. <laughs> I look like Don King in red. With the, alfalfa. Remember alfalfa? <laughs> yeah, alfalfa. It's not a pretty look. You don't have to see it. That's where we're thinking maybe YouTube's not for us. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, by the way, thank you so much for all the people who came up to me this weekend and said they enjoyed the podcast that I'd never met before. And of course, they um, think we're funny for some reason. So it's not just our mothers. We're not trying to be funny. At all, but this it's is just, serious. We're Wayne. just, yeah, we just don't take ourselves very seriously. I tried to explain that difference. Anyway, uh, it was it was great fun to reach out and have conversations with them and and hear what they like and what they don't like. Actually, that is enjoyable. I love that aspect of this. You know, I do too. You know, in closing, Will Wayne didn't mention the Stanley Cup playoffs. I know. And it's you know game why? three tonight. You know why? Because we're not in it. <laughs> the playoff, that's partially true. The playoffs were so good. Overtime, one goal games. It that that all the whole all three playoff series were just phenomenal. And yeah. then you get to this. And uh, too much time off, I'm afraid. That's five, what this one, happened. seven, two, whatever it's been. Yeah. Boring. Too yeah, no, no. Bob had too much time off. I'm afraid. Yeah, and we'll find out when they go back. If they don't go yeah, back, yeah, and... it's it's back in uh, Florida tonight. Let's yeah. see what they do. Let's see if the the real Bobrovsky is back on the case. Yeah, and the other guy, the I'm not even going to say his name because I don't like him. And the Golden Knights net tired of him. Oh, I thought I like him. I like this yeah, character. I know I knew you would because you like that Boston guy too, whose name oh, was Timmy Thomas. Yeah. You see, I don't want to bring up that name because I don't want to get in trouble, Will. I know, I know. But as a goaltender, he no, was no, I, fun. I, <laughs> I mean the name. Oh, Tim Thomas. Our <laughs> Tim Thomas. You didn't know he played net for Boston. Didn't I, was for the thinking, Cup. <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of Tim Thomas, and I can't say that on this podcast <laughs> at all. I mean the goalie. <laughs> I mean the goalie. <laughs> He was kind of a big dope like this guy is. I shouldn't say they're probably lovely people whose mothers love the show. Anyway, that's all I got. Will that's all I got. That's all I got. That's all I got. Well, I have Will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one more quick thing. Uh oh. Dane Meyer was the rep this weekend. So good to see her. Of course, we all grew up together. Yeah. She's so passionate about these sports. She's a great rep. She doesn't take any crap from anybody. She knows her dogs. She observed me under with Brittany's, and we had a wonderful conversation. We never finalized it or did the forms because we didn't need to in the rain hit. But so I didn't get observed officially that day. Didn't matter to me. I had time to talk dogs with Jane. Yeah, that Jane's made my great. weekend. 
Yeah. She's, she's amazing. And it's yeah. real. The only thing is like she said, I really miss judging. And we really miss having a judge of Jane's quality and caliber. Right. So, uh, but she's doing great and good to see her back doing her job and she does it well. All that and more right here on the Dog Show Drive. William, I'm off to my errands. All right. Enjoy Indeed. your bathing baths. Thank you. Thank you. And everybody else, we'll see you down the road. Stay safe out there. Party on, good. No way. Way. Better be paying attention, Doc. Thanks for the <laughs> so Ernie can use it in the blooper reel. That's right. We love you, Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that in, Ernie. <laughs> Quit taking yourself so damn seriously. I'm falling This is good. We're going to be here in a second, Wayner. Don't lose it, Doc! <laughs>